What's going on, fam? This is K.R. Jones of the Off The Strength Podcast, and I am here to tell you to like, listen, subscribe, and if you're feeling freaky, visit offthestrength.com. That's where you can go and get more information on us. That's where we can link, we can build, we can connect, and let's make this thing work. So Phil would give me the deep sign. Phil like, yo, you can fly with up to eight apes. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, word? He was like, yeah, we lost yo, <laughs> you can do it. I'm like, I'm like, word? Because uh, he was, I'm like, yo, what's the legal amount? He, he pull out his phone. He do, the, he, do the, he do the calculator. He like, yo, you can you can fly with up to eight apes. I was like, word? You already know that you're bad. When your man's pulling out the phone to start to calculating. To add the math up? To do the math? This is when we hit the off and off the track. That's what I'm like. Tripping. Yeah. Tripping. 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 Yeah. Tripping. Yeah. Listen. I ain't going. I'm foreign. Riches. Off a torn. What's good, everybody? What's good? Welcome back to yet another episode of Off the Strength, where we're giving you the inside look into all things wellness culture. I'm a trainer called Tony, and of course, with me, I have a gentleman of extraordinary lead. K.R. Jones is in the building. That's right, folks. We are back. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all type from near and far, you are now in store for a treat because it's the return of the variety show. That's when we give you our best foot forward. So hopefully you take your best foot forward. You do that two step, that tango, whatever it is you need to do to make it on through the week with the best goddamn wellness information possible. Yeah, yeah. My man, Brother Jones. Yo, what's the word? What's good, bro? How you feeling this week? Man, I am uh, recalibrating, if you will. Man, I need some of that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I had to, you know, uh, you know, I took that trip. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and uh, you know, the, the foliage out there. Is a little different. It's just a little different. You so, know what I mean? So you got to let the listeners know, man. I think that's too much of a hint over there. We was talking about how we're green friendly. I don't know if y'all can see the backdrop over oh, there. Oh, yeah, for sure. You, know, <laughs> you took a trip where? Took that trip to L.A., baby. We've been letting him get To La La trip. Land. He's been getting his L.A. trip off way too long. I'm trying to let you know right now. Still Cop on the high. Still on, he's still on his Cali high. He's making a bunch of random demands. I don't appreciate his attitude. Of course. <laughs> Look, man, that rapper weed? That's what you was on. Oh, man, that rapper weed I had you high for <laughs> two weeks. Had the hair down, you was going. I had, yeah, baby, I'm just trying to let... The, yeah, you know what I mean? See, I had the I hair down. And, you know I had the stang out, baby. The stang you know, out. Mustang Sally was out making an appearance in these streets. So, Feel it. You know what I mean? Between just recalibrating from that, because you know I had like that red eye. So, like, I left Thursday night, but got back Friday morning, New yeah. York time. So, that in-between was, like, 
nuts for my sleep schedule. So to get back, you know, hit the ground running. But I say all that to say that the folks that I touched down with were amazing. They put that battery in my back to keep it going. Shout out to Brother Work out there bringing young KJ in the world. Yeah, shout out to the homie Kurt Work with his young King, young Simba out there. He got young work in there. Exactly. The the, the future work is out here. Future work. Young Young work. The young Williamson. Young Williamson. Is out there. You know what I mean? But really just re-emphasizing that that push, that momentum. You know what I mean? And and getting back on deck. Man, how about you? Man, how your week been? Man, I've been running around. So first, I had to let everybody I know that I got into a little bit of an accident at the top end of the week. I was really upset about that, bro. Accident? I did get into an accident. Well, bro. let the people know. Don't, don't keep Man, waiting. I was I was doing my two-wheel thuggery. Okay. You know what I mean? I was in these streets. Okay. I was moving. I was grooving. grooving. Okay. I thought I had my two-step, but it wasn't a tango. <laughs> I took a little bit of a spill. You took a little backslide. <laughs> yeah. I was backsliding in these streets. So... <laughs> It was a wet road, man. Tried to take this corner a little too tight. And you know, slippery went wet. You got to be easy. That's exactly what the thing was. Con cuidado, man. But I missed it, bro. I, I fell on the side. Adios mio. Ended up messing up the ride. Okay. But I had to pick up the new thing. Okay. So now I got this new blue. Mm. And we out here riding in this hot back summer, bro. That's you name it yet? Just hot back summer. That's what she is. <laughs> the man got a bike called Hot Vac Summer. That's exactly right. <laughs> that don't let you know where he stands. <laughs> I don't know what will. We in these streets. That's what I'm trying to let you know. Get your mail. You should. Only two ways to go about it. This one is built for speed and pleasure at the same time. Hot back summer. And sliding past that. You know, I, I thank you for your weekly recap. Thank you. But I think that it's time that we slide into Ask the Professional segment, Brother Tone. All right, bro. Let's now, hear it, man. What you got on? I want to bring this up because I had the pleasure, uh, you know, linking and building with a player partner of mine by the name of Flatbush Rush. Flatbush Rush. Okay. Flatbush Rush. Shout out to you, brother. And uh, so the question that he brought up that I want to bring to you. Let's hear it. Have you ever fired a client? Yes. I can think of two notably in life. Now, before you tell me why. I just want to know why. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, elaborate this to like what is, what what goes into the process of firing a client? Like, what are the prerequisites? Like, how do you go from A to you ain't on my roster no more? Yeah, man. So first, it's one. It's a privileged position to be in, to be honest with you, because it means that you have the ability and the option to turn money away. And quite often, that's not necessarily the case. But money isn't everything, and peace of mind sometimes is worth a lot more than the dollar at the end of the day. For Sure. I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. You know what those days were at that place that we cannot name. Cut the check. check. But (laughs) they definitely gave you a pipeline to some people, and sometimes you really hit them off with them, and then sometimes not so much. So this person, actually, I was recommended to by their spouse. Now I will say that her husband was my homie. Like that guy was super cool, man. We used to do all types of stuff. I mean, he produced a bunch of different Broadway shows. I saw everything from in the heights the og cast to like you name it he was he was behind wicked all types of stuff so i was on broadway with this man got him in all different types of shape he was like i love what we're doing you got to train my wife too and i will tell you right now that if you're giving your significant other a gift and that gift is of fitness you should probably have a conversation with them before you give them that gift because they might not necessarily interpret that the right way 
So she took it as an offensive gift <laughs> to begin. <laughs> Yikes. So he's like, oh, hey, honey, I bought you all these sessions. She's like, so what you trying to tell me? And I was like, okay, now I'm just in between this marital tiff. <laughs> a kerfluffle, if you will. A kerfluffle, you uh, know. So now I got 48 sessions to make it through with this woman actively hating me. Not the 48 <laughs> the pack. 48 pack. <laughs> for, the, for the listeners that don't know, that's that's the highest of the highest. There's a lot of sessions to work through. And that wasn't cheap neither. You, no. <laughs> you was spending more than four bands for that 48 session. That was like, you know, put some respect on that tier, man. He was up there. <laughs> okay, so that, that was on the lower tier. The 48 is going to cost you a minimum of $4,000. But know, on the spend, tier that my man here was he, at. He was spending some money. I ain't even going to give you that price. And she was unappreciative of the 48? She wasn't unappreciative. She actively hated coming there. <laughs> because, again, every time she saw me, it was a reminder that her husband might not have felt the best about her. So, <laughs> yikes! all that to be said, at the end of that 48th session, I was crossing that shit off like I was counting down to Christmas. <laughs> it's like, all right, 47, 40, 48. <laughs> I don't want to see you no more. She was in the best shape that she had been admittedly she had to say that but then we both understood that we're not doing this anymore <laughs> ever again it's like yo just so you know it's totally you it's not me it's Fact. all you it's squarely on you now for that 48 <laughs> was she like a three time a weeker or what we talking three times a week mm. at 48 mm. 48 pack yeah that was not that was not fun but again like i said chemistry needed to be established all the rest of that stuff me and her husband got along totally good me and her, not so much because of the implication of this gift, but she appreciated it in the long run. Wow. I have a complete opposite story, but very similar. We're talking about that space that we ain't going to mention, you know what I mean? Cut the check. So, you know what I mean? I, again, I was, you know, uh, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed in that box gym, and uh, I got a client that was fed to me in that pipeline, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. One of those, like, young, rich kids that, like, you know, they come from money. Realistically, I'm, I feel like his family might have been in the mob, and he mm -hmm. was just like that that outcast kid that like... There was a couple of them in there, too. That wasn't going to take the next spot, but like went to art school, you know what yeah. I mean? Fam, he came in through the pipeline off rip. He was like, yo, I got a client. He just bought 24 pack. Uh, no, I'm lying. He just bought the 12 pack. He's like, yo, he want to come in. He want to train. When I tell you, homie stretched this 12 pack for at least a year and a half. Nah, see, he would have got fired before that. <laughs> a year and a half, bro. So if you're talking about crossing days off, you had a 48. I had a 12 pack, bro. He bought them sessions in like around this time, like June. We didn't finish until like June. <laughs> of the following year homie was averaging like a session every three months yeah that's you know funny. what i mean like legitimately i'm like yo fam come on bro like like what's up like what are you doing here but i do think just to wrap this really quickly is that it's important that people realize that a the first point you made was you know i don't always necessarily need the money you get what i'm saying like and especially now that i'm removed further from that training space i have that fuck you price of hey, like, man. if you're going to come to train with me, you got to pay that fuck you price because I don't really want to do it. And now I know you're actually committed. B, because I ain't going, you know, keep it in line. B is that just because you think that, you know, oh, I got this train, I can do whatever. That is not the case. You too, as a client, can get fired if you are not meeting the baseline recommendations of what a client-trainer relationship needs to be. I know that's right. Okay. You got anything to add on that, Brother Tone? Man, I would just say that ultimately at the end of the day, too, like, you want your client to be happy. 
and that has always been my best calling card like legitimately when i had people even in this case that was kind of the, the end scenario if he was seeing his results like you know his recommendation didn't end up necessarily working out but if your clients are happy you'll be happy and they'll bring you more people my people were magnets they kind of like galvanized everybody else that was coming around like i i seriously was able to navigate new york city in ways that i never would have if it were not for people like clients that i bought in so you want to make that relationship good and just like anything else if you see something that's not good on the onset and you have the ability to let it go i say cut it off quick because it's only going to get worse towards the end I mean, we had them, them that 47 session, probably two words exchanged <laughs> in that hour. You know, know the warm up by now. I ain't Pick saying nothing. Up, put that down. <laughs> I don't care about what's going on. You need to stretch now. I'm nah, we're we not even doing that. <laughs> you stretch yourself. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> See you next week for this last one. Yeah, man. That's pretty much what it was, bro. But yeah, I, I say all of that to say. Any professionals out there, please do know that no is a full and complete sentence. So exercise that shit liberally when you can, man. And hopefully that could get you to get out of this ask a professional question and you can start to move on into a direction where you can start to maybe put together some good news, you know, some bad news. Mm. And then most definitely we got to get into this ugly over here, Brother Jones. Yeah, yeah. We talking about that rip from the headlines this week. And brother, as always, I try to bring it to you the way that I found it, man. So in the good section out of Health Club Magazine this week, I was happy to see that they are starting to prescribe exercise specifically for treatments in depression in some clinics over in the UK, my man. So just by and large, coming into the things that we know outside of our exercise science background, you know how we talked about the dopo energetic nervous system being in impacted by you working out. You get all types of endorphins, all types of rushes. But now this is starting to be a clinical prescription that is getting you back into moving if you're presenting with depression on the onset. Brother Jones, what's your thoughts about that, man? I am always in favor of people moving, especially when they start to aid in curing any you know, disease that is of, you know, a, a mental health, you know, aspect, you know, when we talked about Alzheimer's being, you know, potentially slowed down from, you know, older people that get out and move. So that's always a beautiful thing, man. That, that movement is a gift. And I, and I think people need to put more emphasis on it, truly. Right. So the John W. Brick Mental Health Foundation is continuing to go with this research. I'd love to see some of this stuff come stateside and I'd love to see it get out into the community a little bit more on our side, my man. Like I know I've talked and we've talked extensively about getting up and just moving around, jumping on that bike whenever we feel a little low or something like that. So please, people, if you hear it, a little bit more movement apparently goes a long way. And in that direction, Kyle, there's always going to be an inverse, brother. So you about to give me the bad. Huh? I got to give you the bad, man. I got to give you the bad because apparently if you're moving a little too much, too strenuous of exercise is showing increases in chance of developing neuro diseases in some people. So neuro like actually getting into the neurons and starting to see degeneration in some populations from doing too, too high intensity of classes. And we're talking about on the fringe side of things that are going into that rhabdomyolysis, things that are really pushing the pace and you're going entirely too hard. You're going hard in the paint for all the wrong reasons and not giving yourself enough recovery. This is starting to show a little bit of a decline, and I think it does come back into a lot of people not necessarily having the best information to start. So you think you got to do everything you need to do day one getting back into the gym, bro. What's up? 
Yeah, that's bad. Um, <laughs> for sure. Ain't no, ain't no punchline to that. I think that this is where that recovery comes in. It's like if you're going to go that hard and you're going to get this high intensity interval training class five times a week and give your all, make sure that you're putting that same effort forward to recover. And if you really need to recover, you know, you can visit UNDNYC. And you can buy the recovery kit. Thank you very much. There we go. Other than that. I do think the emphasis for sure needs to be placed on moderation and gradual progressions. Moderation and gradual progressions is always the key, my friend. And you didn't get into the position that you started off with that you want to improve overnight. So why try to cure everything overnight, man? It ain't going to happen. Just like we can't cure all the ills of this damn pandemic that the wellness industry is coming in from overnight, my friends. So I do have to throw an honorable mention before we get to the ugly, man. And I see that some places are starting to put a ban on commercial evictions for healthcare spaces specifically. And this is an article coming out of Share magazine. There are a couple of gyms that were a part of a class action lawsuit because they are making advocacy saying that they are a benefit to the community overall and they are trying to ban their resources together to hold off on trying to recoup some of this money that they lost in an incredibly hard year. Now, Kyle, I know you know that we know a few people who lost their spaces, self-included, over the course of that last year. How does it feel to hear that collective bargaining apparently could have came together and kept some of these spaces open? Man, if only there were a union of such it's what we've been trying to build for coalition people, goddamn it for people that could come together the goddamn willing that's what we're looking for a community I know that's right. people united you know, strongest of, of movement artists undivided but uh <laughs> in all honesty i'm happy to hear that people are coming together you know when you think of that group x space or, or any of those wellness spaces they are bringing the gift of health to the community so it should be a place that's cherished and taken care of and looked after it's often overlooked which is the problem but you know the the more you ring that bell the more you shine that light on that space i think that's when more eyes can get on it and the right things can move more eyes getting on and the right things moving is what's going on unfortunately kyle uh-oh bring me to this last position man come on lay it on me. now the faithful listeners of the show will understand that at the top of the year made an announcement about a man by the name of Tim Cook. Oh, TC? TC. He's back. He was on the cover of Outside Magazine. And Tim Cook, my friend. I don't like the cut of his jib, but he, continue. I understand you don't like his jib. That's the CEO over at Apple. You know, he took over after the homie left, you know, but he ain't quite job. Shout out to Steve, man. He ain't getting a job done over there, my man. Damn sure ain't getting a job done. But in Outside Magazine at the top of the year, he made a claim that health and wellness would be the biggest thing that Apple's legacy will be known for going forward. Unfortunately, article coming out this week is saying that Apple is having a hard time really getting the traction that they need in this health and wellness industry. Now, the only reason why this is ending up in the ugly this week, Kyle, because I wasn't necessarily too crazy about them jumping into this industry anyway. No, of course not. It is really just a pitch to say anybody that Apple that needs some time, some attention, and somebody who was literally born inside of the fit tech industry, if Kyle could plug his shit, you could hit me up directly. <laughs> I want to make sure you know. You got a problem, I fix it. Take your weak shit, make it strong. We take big people, make them small, whatever you need. We got it right inside here, off the strength. <laughs> that is a trainer called Tony. <laughs> 
and uh clearly he's plugging you i am plugging me man i've been born in this fit tech shit i feel like bane <laughs> i was born i was in born it. in it <laughs> all you need is a mask and a nice shilling hell that, yeah man that coat was fire i, I still need can't a bane find coat. that i need that you know i need mean? that but on the real man i think the problem keeps coming back up because i was talking to another tech company this week I, I can't drop the name just yet but i was talking to them and they all come in with the same problem bro like people walk into the room and think that they could fix a problem without talking to people who was already there to begin with. So how am I gonna make your life better if I never even asked you how your life was? That's a crazy thing to me. It's just, it's daft. It's the hubris of tech coming back into the situation. The audacity. The audacity, my friend. It's just coming right in and they trying to move into neighborhoods that you never was a part of. With the flim flam. And people are having a hard time adapting what you're doing, but seriously, from a user experience and user interaction kind of standpoint, you got to get people who were built on the ground up. I don't know anybody that's in the fit tech side better than yours truly over here, but that's why they're going to land until they give me a call in the good, the bad, and most definitely the ugly, Tim, for this week. <laughs> TC, get your shit together. Get it up, bro. Get your weight up. You know what I'm talking about? Not your hate up. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're going to switch this up out of here, bro. <laughs> Tell him get his weight up. Get his weight up, not, not to hate up. up. Yeah, so he, so TC got to raise the bar is what you're saying, bro. You need to raise the bar. You got to get it up, man. Now, Come so on now. you need to give me a call. Come on now. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> on the hotline. Reach out and dial Jones. <laughs> so here we are again, gathered around. <laughs> Dearly <you>. beloved. <laughs> Dearly beloved. We, we are here to talk about the C word. Okay. Right? Which one? <laughs> it's a lot long, of them. It's a long list of C words out there, right? So I'm going to look you right here dead in your eye and tell you, we're going to talk about consistency. I like that. Ah, it's good save. Good save. Ooh, you know where I was going with that, Kevin right? Wholesome. I like it. It's a family show. Hey, this bro. is a family show. And right now, I'm about to kick that knowledge to you, right? So if we're talking about consistency, man, this is something we talk about all the time. When we talk about personal training, when we talk about that life transformation, all the above. So I'm here to tell you that time plus consistency equals results. Would you agree to that, Brother Tom? I say that you're cooking with gas over there, brother. So how you spend your time plus what's on your mind mm. is going to equal how you present to the world. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, let's unpack inconsistency, you know, and let's tell you where, you know, let's tell you where it starts uh, and how it's manifested and perpetuated, if you will, Brother Tone. I like the use of the perpetuated, sir. So you got a plan in mind, right? You know, it, a, a set schedule, if you will. And you know what happens? The unexpected, right? Insert anything into that unexpected. I'm talking your job then pissed you off. You got bail a friend out who needs some help. Your significant other got you upset. Now you're tight. Your child, your pet, or your parent is in need. And now you're thrown off. You off track, right? Because everything that you had pinned out before, man, I got my 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. set hour after hour on the dot. And now you get this phone call, this text message, this email that has thrown off your day. Mm. So now most people, what do they do? They react, right? So they react and they make a new plan to get back on the plan that they made in the beginning, mm. right? So it's something like, oh man, shit, let me, uh, all right, I can't work out now. So I'm going a, I'm to a do it in the evening when I got some more free time and then I'm going to make up for it. Evening comes, damn, I can't do it in the evening. I'm going to do it tomorrow because I'm going to wake up earlier and I'm going to double up because I missed yesterday. 
And then what happens? Never happens. It never fucking happens, Tone. <laughs> you know why? Because it's bullshit, right? It's straight up you fucking up the plan. You know what I mean? The, the plan is to stick to the plan. I'm here to tell you right now. If you making a new plan to get back on your plan, you done fucked up. You know what I'm saying? It just ain't no room for it. So the plan here is I need to do everything that I have to do additionally mm. with my unexpected activity because it's not a matter of if rather. It's a matter of when because unexpected is going to happen. Right. So my plan has to be to stick to my original plan. You get what I'm saying? It has to be. Damn, this just came up. All right. Let me take care of this. But let me still do this workout later on tonight. Or let me still make sure I double up tomorrow morning like I said I was going to do because people often say they're going to do shit. And they don't do it. That's the inconsistency right there. Consistency only comes from putting that first foot in front of the other. Mm-hmm. Right? From that small step that turns into a larger step. You know what I'm saying? That that pebble that became a boulder had to start somewhere. Okay. You get what I'm saying? I, I don't know if that's how the rocks work, but I'm with you. You picking up where, where you're I'm going. putting now? <laughs> I mean, if you throw a, a, a pebble from the top of a mountain, it might turn into something bigger than what it is. I don't you know think what that's I mean? how that does If that it has works. momentum behind it. And, come on, man. You fucking science. up, you fucking up the science. lecture, man. That's the deep science right here. Oh, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Up. See, you always, that's the unexpected right there. You know what I mean? See how it come at you? Now, I'm here to tell you that in order to be consistent right you need to stick to whatever your plan is if you take the time out to plan something then god damn it do it stick to it i don't care what is thrown your way stick to the plan that's the only way that you're going to get to the next level that space between having and wanting falls in consistency the space between having and wanting falls in consistency. Righteous. It's beautiful right, right there, right, man? I, I mean, if you say it from your lips, bro. That's, that's, that's all I'm here to preach. Yeah, listen, I'm telling you, I'm down for this cult. I've really been waiting for this cult action. I hey, can't get enough. We, we can't talk about that right now. We got we to gotta, we gotta say that for later. <laughs> my fault, my fault. Now, now, what I will ask you now, Brother Tone. Yes, sir. You are an accomplished young man. You know what I'm saying? You, some days. You've done some things in life. Can you speak to anything in your life that took consistency to achieve man damn this this whole (laughs) thing right here (laughs) is an example of consistency i think we mentioned before the first iteration of the show started in like 2013 bro in some way shape or form and we ain't nowhere near where i think we should be but consistency is going to pay off i do believe that wholeheartedly off the strength off the strength we back in that spot my whole my whole life's work is a measure of some means of consistency. Some days it's hard to be consistent, especially if you were possibly doing more than you would have done any, in any other event. You're overachieving in some way, shape or form. And that does lend you to fall into that pitfall of perfectionism. So mm. if you don't get it 100 percent, you feel like everything underneath there is a failure. Right. So I have danced with that, too, just in full, full disclosure. So trying to be consistent, but also be forgiving is now a newer, I say more nuanced kind of aspect to it. You understand what I mean? Now, that's a great point that you brought up. And and I want to unpack that a little bit and expand a little bit because consistency doesn't necessarily mean 
perfection, yeah. right? Consistency can fall under progression, right? If I'm striving to progress, to move forward, that means that every small victory is going to count, right? I can show up and have the worst workout of my day, but I got my workout in. Still put it in. And I still put it in. I can show up and have the best workout of my day and then eat like shit later on that night. And then it's kind of like, where's the where's the balance in that? Yeah. You, know, you know, so I think that being consistent or being that perfectionist is always going to be problematic in in the re- in regard of like you're chasing something that's unattainable, right? Nobody's perfect. Like you, you know, perfect practice makes for perfect play. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't be perfect. And if you are, then you you flawed somewhere. Whether you know it or not, there's a blind spot that you're just not seeing that someone hasn't informed you of. So, with that being said, I think that, my man, is how you get your two-step on, your tango. That whatever it is you need to do Feeling it. to raise your bar my man, consistently. I love that, bro. I love that. I'm trying to get into this direction this week, man. I can't wait to get a chance to raise that bar, my man. And I will say, Kyle, you know what? We should probably shout out in the acts of professionals. You did give out the homie name that you pulled up the question from. Are you talking about Flatbush Rush? Flatbush Rush was on that, but the segment was brought to you in part by the homie Big Drip Mitch over there. Oh, of course. We got to give it to him, man. Drip BK. Shout out to Drip BK, man. Pull up on him and Flatbush. Shout out to the good brother Mitch. You know what I mean? He's a pops, too. Shout out to him and the little one that he just had. Congrats on him and Janelle. You know what I mean? What up? Much love. And we're going to get this brother on these couches one day soon. Soon enough, man. That's the, that's the OG of the game right there. All right. So now if we just gave him this boss you in part by, okay, brother, now we got to understand after we got our bar up, where we going to go after this, brother? We got to make sure that we get. I think we got relaxed. Some type of relaxation coming into the situation. Man. Oh, for sure. Most Come definitely. on now, bro. How was you relaxing this week? Well, you know, my relaxation was a bit stressful. I don't understand to, premises. To, to start out, but then it, it eased up, right? Okay, let's hear it. Let me paint the picture for you. Let me hear it. Again, I'm harking back to this L.A. trip that I took. <laughs> because L.A. was, was quite Can't literally this man go nowhere. everything and then some, right? <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I'm kicking it with the homies out there. Shout out to my man, Phil. He was on the show. You know what I mean? Shout go back and listen to that. So, Phil would give me the deep science. Phil, like, yo... You can fly with up to eight eighths. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, word. He was like, yeah, we lost yo, <laughs> you can do it. I'm like, I'm like, word, because uh, he was. I'm like, yo, what's the legal amount? He he pull out his phone. He this do the, is- he do the he do the calculator. He like, yo, you can you can fly with up to eight eighths. I was like, word. You already know that you're bad when your man's pulling out the phone to start to calculating. add the math up. <laughs> To do the math? This is when we hit the off and off the strength. That's when I'm like, Shh, I don't know, man. That sounds a little risky. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. still it, the, the, the LAX. The, and I got a layover, so the LAX to New York might be a little tricky. So knowing me, I'm like, all right, I can't just have it raw. I got to go to the store. You know what I'm saying? I buy a nice little case, and I put two and a half joints in there. You in know an attache case? Uh, I don't know the name of it. That's not even in my <laughs> lexicon right there. What the fuck was that? Can you unpack that for me? What was that? <laughs> an attache case? I don't know what that is. So we're going to slide past in that. In your duffel bag? Sure. Yeah, it was on my go. carry-on. You know what I'm saying? So I got my two and a half joints. I'm in my carry-on and they go through the little x-ray shit. You know what I'm saying? So here I am in the airport. Man, I am nervous. I'm sweating like a hooker in church, man. I'm just looking like... Uh, 
I don't know if this is going to work. He said eight eighths. <laughs> he said he gave you the math. He gave me the deep science. I'm like, eight eighths? It's only two and a half joints. They can't get That's me. less than eight. So you know when you're in that awkward moment where, like, you know, you go through the hands up and a little all that, and now you're looking and you're waiting for your bags to go through. So I'm waiting, and I see homie see the bag, and he stopped, and he kind of looking at it, and he fix up in the chair a little bit and i'm like oh niggas <laughs> it's about to be hit <laughs> he's about making it back <laughs> he's about to hit the books <laughs> he about to get me he about to get my fingerprint on in the airport and all that who are you sir <laughs> sir come with us you know what i mean so it goes through it goes through i'm like oh <laughs> So after that, I was relaxed. You know what I'm saying? So for the for the listeners out there, uh, I don't know about eight apes. <laughs> <laughs> now, I wouldn't try it, but you know what I'm saying? You can for sure get two and a half joints from LAX to New York. And that is kind of how I relax responsibly with my rapper weed and smoking it in my Brooklyn backyard. The views and opinions expressed by a one K.R. Jones. <laughs> What's happening? Do not necessarily reflect. <laughs> I did it off the strength. He did. He did. Oh, man, bro. That that seriously just took me out because it reminded me of being in Colombia. Oh, yeah. Bro, if you in Colombia and they have any suspicion of you carrying any type of thing, first of all, single travelers, like you doing your backpack, like get back to life, all that spiritual shit that people tell you to go do. Mm-hmm. If you do it in the wrong country <laughs> and you got any type of what people could think is paraphernalia on you, I ain't even have nothing on me. I thought I bought a little statue. Apparently, that little statue, you can also smoke out of it, but I didn't smoke out of it. When I tell you, they stripped me in the airport. <laughs> Not even playing around. Yikes. It's like, yo, you? Red line. I was like, oh, man, it's never a good time when they tell you to follow the red line. Dog all in my bag. <laughs> they, they was looking for something. Yeah, because they knew you had it on. They you. had. They was like, "Oh, I, I've seen this one before." I thought I, I was, felt that panic. Yeah, <laughs> at LAX. I just want you to know that it was no dogs involved. Yeah, but I feel your pain. I'm talking about ass naked, bro. Oh, see, y'all, That's, y'all. That, it, hey, straight up. Hey, you not putting up nothing. Like you, you try to fight. <laughs> they gave you the bend over and call. <laughs> He was like, is this a physical? I don't know what's going on. Is this a doctor's office? Listen, man. It was like, listen, I was trying to work through it, but it, it definitely brought up some some trauma, man. I still have some PTSD from, from trying to get weed in different well, we places. We about to unpack that right now, but I want you to take that memory. I want you to put it in Put that back box. in there. We're going to take that box. We're going to throw it in motion. You got to be motherfucking Jack Wusteau himself. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Yeah. That was not relaxing at all in any sense, man. But How did you relax now? Because that's what we really here to find out. It got me up to a different level, bro. I got a chance to kick it on the rooftop with a couple of homies, man. And you actually did come up to the brunch afterwards. But I got to kick it with some homies from high school that, man, took me back to seriously like I, I was growing up again, man. So shout out to my boy Jay, shout out to my boy Jose, shout out to the whole family, my, my man Esco over there, you know, fam, just spending time with cats from literally I know since like day one and just getting that recharge from that, still see we on the same rhythm. They was checking out a couple spaces that we still got to have. <laughs> that might end up That was in a ugly. wild space that we was in. <laughs> that might end up in ugly. <laughs> that was, that was, you want to paint that picture a little bit or, or you want to just keep this? Off the mic here. That might have to be an off off the strength after dark spot. <laughs> but that was in the daytime. That was in the daytime. <laughs> like mid afternoon. 
I'm 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 just I'm just say this, right? We we at a bar. Uh-huh. I'm not gonna name the location. Don't this do is, that. This is mid-afternoon. What day was this was a Sunday? This was a Sunday. This was a this was the Lord's Day. The Lord's Day. The Lord's Day on a Sunday. <laughs> we in the bar. You know what I mean? Don't judge us, judge your mama. Right. <laughs> so nonetheless, we we drinking, we cooling, and homie was like, yo, there's a private party going on in the back. So y'all can't go back there, but everything else is good. I'm like, all right, cool. I, I can respect that. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, an unidentified gentleman comes up <laughs> to the bar with $60 cash, three twenties. He's like, yeah, can I get some change? So the bartender proceeds to give this man $60 in singles, uh-huh. which was the first problem. I was like, why would you need singles in a bar on a Sunday midday? Yep. And, uh, after that, uh, you know, I was, I was, I was a little curious, like, oh, What's happening back here? What's going on back there? Festivities. I will say that when I did go back there to the bathroom and take a quick peek out there, it was a show that I was not prepared for, <laughs> uh, to say the least. Uh, I, if if you are of in New York and you know what month this is, I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, I ain't talking to Juneteenth celebration. There was another celebration going on out back. And, Celebrate, uh, man. Love is love, there baby. There was a lot uh, there was a lot of wigs and costumes. There was some skin exposed. <laughs> it was a lot going on, to say the least. So I'm just leave it at that. Hey, man, it was a Sunday. <laughs> it was a Sunday, and the sun was out. And sun's out, buns out. <laughs> it was some buns out, too. That's for sure, some buns out. Sun's and, out, uh, buns out on a Sunday. Yeah, that was, that was the space that you brought us to. So. Hey, man, we was having a good time, bro. <laughs> I was having a good time with my drink and a chicken sandwich. You got a chicken sandwich. Shout out to the chef because he hooked up that chicken sandwich. Popeye's got nothing on him because he killed it, man. But uh, sliding away from your relaxation because, <laughs> you know, that nostalgia that you got caught up in was nice. But, Brother Tone, what are, what are you hopeful for, man? Man. You know what I'm saying? Coming into this week, what you got to look forward to? Yeah, bro. I'm looking forward to actually really getting into the next phase of what this show is going to be. I'm looking forward to getting into hopefully closing out a couple more deals that have been sitting on pen for way longer than I like to say. And last but not least, I'm really looking forward to going on a good ass hike soon, bro. I need to get up in the woods again, Jones. Her, you are a man of the woods. I am. Or a, a forest bay the Negro. There you go. <laughs> and me, FBN. That's what we're here for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Say it loud. Hell yeah, man. Forest bathing and proud, bro. That's what we're here for. <laughs> you got it, man. I, I'm happy for that. Now, speaking of forest bathing Negroes, uh-huh. I am hopeful that the community that we have built, the seeds that we have planted mm-hmm. and harvest over the last three years are off the strength of just everything that's been a part of, man, I'm just looking forward to that continued growth, man. Absolutely. That, that abundance and, and, and really seeing... How far we can push this. Can't wait. We going to the mountaintop, Brother Jones. How you feel about that? Still our Ross. We're going to skate right up out of here, man. I was going to be on that night ride. I'm going to be checking out a couple different things. I might lay out somewhere. You know, it, it might oh, be. Oh, you laying home. out? Might have to, bro. Oh, so you trying to get the sun out with the buns out, huh? Might, might need that. You need that tan on you, bro. You got to make sure you keep them toasty in the summertime, bro. You need to. You never know. 
And once again, <laughs> this has been a fantastic episode of Off the Strength. I am KR Jones. I'm a trainer called Tony. Peace and much love to y'all out there. Till next time, we'll see you soon. Peace. What's good, everybody? I'm a trainer called Tony, and I am here from the infamous Off the Strength podcast, asking you today, listeners, viewers, wherever you may be, to please like, listen, and subscribe to our podcast. This is how we're going to continue to be able to deliver you the best goddamn wellness information out here. So if you want to keep hearing this and you want us to keep growing, you are a part of this show just as much as anything else. So please go to offthestrength.com. Make sure you check out our blog. Make sure you check us out on IG. And if you're hearing this voice and you didn't hit that subscribe button, know that Kyle is going to come looking for you. (laughs) You got that right.